systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Welcome to the Jam Hole today, Sunday, April 24th, 2022, and my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. I mean, my name is Finn. And that's BJ. And this is episode 775 of thejamhole.com. Check it out. Doing this live through the magic of Telegram. That's right. The Jam Hole has a Telegram now. I hated Telegram at first, and then every single project that has ever launched uh, in crypto has a Discord, so my Discord is fucking wrecked. You want to see what Discord looks like for me? Here we go. That's insane. So You've shown me that before. All of these are like, like... It's only got worse. Yeah, well, it doesn't get better. I'll tell you that. Here's all all the mains, right? Intern Capital. Okay. ARs, Alpha Share, Raft Server, TIS, Orbital Command. We got Groovy. We got the DGen Kitty Guild. We got Flynn's Arcade. Oh, look at these nerds. What's what's Flynn's doing? Oh, they're playing Diablo 3. What a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> God damn. I mean, we're over here podcasting, so I, I you know, shouldn't talk, but... Nerds! Uh, Dab's Discord. We got the Ocean Web Alliance. And then we got folders full of more servers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our ecosystem, though. This is what I quit my job to help build and record. Uh-huh. Look at it. And then we got all these. These are all <laughs> NFT projects. This one's got a, a Duke, the Duke Big Biz World. <laughs> got a lot of shit going on over there. Yeah, no, that's actual shit. They're like little happy. Let me see. He's got a, where's the, the old sneak peek? There we go. Look at those little happy turds. They are. Right? So happy. I've never seen a turd happier than the turds over at Big Biz World, you know? Fucking legit. So, uh, I like that, I don't know, when last time we did an episode, what was it? March? I got uh, an email. Actually, here, let's read some some listener email. Ooh. We don't usually do that, huh? Discord, fuck off. Okay. Oh, where did it go? Let's see. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Y'all are slacking. <laughs> yeah. That is the title? Yeah. And I mean, from an outside perspective looking in, if you just don't see a new episode for a while, like, you would just assume that we're slacking and not, you know, doing other stuff, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Y'all are slacking. Uh, Dana checking in. She said, hey, just wanted to let you know it's now April 23rd and the last Jam Hole episode you posted was on March 20th. So maybe do a show or don't. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention in case it <laughs> slipped your mind. And so, of course, I have to like email back. And I said, yeah, podcasting for fun isn't as much fun when you podcast for a living. I'll keep that in mind, though. Thank you. 
And I mean, I should, I should clarify, like I'm not even really podcasting for a living. I'm recording everyone's Twitter spaces and then editing them and making them sound good. Cause like Twitter spaces is a fucking shit show for audio quality. Everyone like calls in on their phones and they're like driving with the top down on the freeway with like dogs bark. It's, it's a fucking mess. Or lip smacking a lot. <laughs> I've heard people taking poops, taking pees. I've heard lines getting sniffed. Or I mean, I, I assume that's what it was. It, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, that's pretty like, it's a pretty unique sound, you know? Yeah, so I, it kind I've, of is once you know what it is. I feel like I've, I've heard pretty much every animal that humans have ever had. Barking, meowing, crying in the background. Uh, yeah, just all sorts of weird shit. People do weird shit. My favorite lately has been these, these fools that like roll into a Twitter space and they'll like request to speak so that the host brings them up. And then they're like, this one dude is pretending like he was a DJ and he's like, y'all brah, you want to like check out my new mixtape, brah? And then like he plays this fucking house music that's actually not bad. Like I, I don't know if he's actually making the music or not, but it's funny because they just like roll in this space to be talking about like DeFi and crypto and like yield strategies and all that shit. And then this dude just rolls in like, yeah, bras, I got a new mixtape and like a real thick accent like that. It's so funny. I would love to hear that. Uh, and so, yeah, she replied, she said, yeah, I feel the same about cooking. I've been working in kitchens for over 13 years. Wow. That's a long time. Uh, I'm a culinary master yet. I make myself ramen for dinner. Uh, I mean, culinary master is probably a strong phrase. I mean, let's be real. You worked at famous Dave's. I wouldn't call that exactly a mastery of the culinary arts, but I mean, it was good. I you got, ate a lot of muffins. I ate so many cornbread muffins. Oh my god! All I you mean, can so eat. So I've heard from all, you. Oh yeah, all you can eat. And as an intern, I can appreciate the ramen gang. Uh, so I said, "Ramen gang, here's my editing cue right now. This is two days worth of Twitter Spaces." And I made a little screenshot. And it says, "I am here," and that's me, right at the very bottom. And then you go up 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 spaces, spaces nice that job. range in length from 1 to 8 hours, <laughs> depending on who's hosting them. Some of these dudes go fucking hard. I'm like, you just put in like two shifts. It makes sense that you would hear lines in the background when yeah, you're pulling 8-hour fucking for spaces. Real. Hold Holy on, guys. Fuck. I will be right back. I have to, to keep talking to you, I need to go do a couple more rails. I so. have to get motivated, you guys. I'm just like, I know I'm a motivational speaker, but personally, I'm not feeling very motivated right now. So, oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> Nothing like a little powdered motivation to get the day going. But yeah, like April 20th, happy 420, four days ago from the recording of this, everyone. Uh, they went hard on the 20th. Like, I don't know if these people just don't work normal day jobs or if they just like took the day off but there was like fucking here let's let's get a fucking count on record here of what happened on April 20th we had (laughs) ah fuck come back there we go we had 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve spaces from seven AM to eight PM. <laughs> All on April twentieth. Fuck, no wonder you took a nice nap. Which I know I've been so fucking just ragged. And then the nineteenth, there was nine. And then the twenty first, there was only five. Twenty second, there was seven. <laughs> I was going to say, yesterday was busy. It just goes. It goes. You can see like two more, four more, seven there, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Like, it is insane how much content this ecosystem creates. And it's awesome. Like, I'm super fucking pleased and honored and all that bullshit to like be the one to do this. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I, I do enjoy it. It's it's a lot of work. And I, I nobody knew like what this would entail. So now we know. So now I can be like, well, I actually need like the old Fox news fucking building and like a budget (laughs) to hire, you know, like 15 fucking people to, to keep up with all this. You definitely need a couple workers. Yeah. It's, it's a grind. A lot of people are like, how many people work with you? Like, it's just me. And then I have interns that shit post on the Twitter account. But, like, they don't do any actual work, you know? Like, it's all me, baby. I'm not a bot, I promise. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Oh, thanks. I'm doing my best. I just, like, right now, my focus is just, like, get as many of these done as I can and eyes on the prize that is the vacation. Because it's been a seven-day-a-week 25 hour a day fucking grind. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to disconnecting and reconnecting with nature. Yeah, definitely. Cause I can't like, I mean, I could, I can pretty much do whatever I want, but like, I feel bad doing it because I, I I said I was going to do something, even though I was kind of joking. Like I'm glad it all happened and shit. It just like, I didn't realize they were going to put out this much content. I would have asked for, you know, enough to hire somebody else to help me. But it's all good. We're getting some interns going. Intern Capital's doing really well. We had the Mint for the intern FTs uh, over on One Planet, which I think ended today. And we had a, a lovely conversation about, like, why do these, and this, I jam hole people probably don't give a shit about this, but I, I do. And I think it's silly when these mints and markets that do these mints put a time limit on it. So they're like, you only have 48 hours to sell 4,269 fucking, you know, NFTs or whatever. And it's a weird, like, for as much as the ecosystem wants to do its own thing and be new, like we're web three, we're building the metaverse, we're fucking quantum fucking tunneling wormholes and all that shit. But, like, our marketing tech is fucking ancient. It's like Bernesian parasite ancient. Like, hurry now, urgent, hard sell. Like, act now or else you'll fucking miss out. And, like, like the, the fucking, the psychological part of being either $2.99 or $3. It's like that kind of shit. And I, it's really annoying. So I, I just, I wish that. And I know we're still early, but hopefully the ecosystem can sort that out. Because, like, why are you putting a time limit on it? Like, it's not like you have the art in your house and you have to make room for the next mint, 
that like it's digital dog it's on the fucking computer <laughs> like there's no you're not running you're out not of room like or anything. You're not star thing yeah, where you're yeah. buying it and like, I got to sell like, this and I got to put yo, it on the shelf. My shelves are infinite, yo. <laughs> I will buy another hard drive. You know how many shelves are on a hard drive? Like a fucking billion. So, and I mean, I get why they do it. That sense of urgency makes everybody hit it all at once. And then that gives way to like this FOMO feeling of people like, missing out and so they fucking hit it and then it mints out and then the market opens and then everyone sells for less than the mint price because we're all fucking retarded so there you so go just buy the <laughs> nfts you really want yeah yeah that's i mean that's all i do i was just like the people i like the projects i like and then the art i like and that's like what i buy and i don't buy it being like oh i'm gonna flip this and make a bunch of money i buy it being like here have some money to build what you're building because I got money to build what I'm building. And if we all build this ecosystem is going to be fucking killer. So we should all be supporting each other. That is how it should be. uh, Let's see one planet. (laughs) If you go to one planet, NFT.io, you can check out the intern FT stats, I guess, because the mint's over the marketplace is open. Oh damn. They even like keep it up. This shit's like, off of there we got to make room for this other shit that we i think we minted just around 700 i want to say and like my goal was 666 uh because the the supply was big it was it was like 4200 and whatever it was some meme number (laughs) i forget yeah, so why would you want to cut that off and not let I know, them finish? That's what I, I don't get. And then people are like, so what are you going to do with all the interns that didn't mint? And it's like, well, everybody seems to have set a precedent to just burn them because that decreases the supply, which increases the rarity, which means the flippers think they're going to be able to flip for more money. It, it's a weird mindset. Like, I don't like that part of it, I guess. You're always going to have that. It's, like, yeah, you're always going to yeah. have the... They're ticket scalpers. They're like in the in the late 90s or 2000s, they were the domain name squatters. You know, people that bought up every variation of like Google that wasn't Google, that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's always had like a sleazy, scummy, kind of shysty feel to it. So I never really liked that shit. And now it's like I see it in the ecosystem I live in. It's like, God, we should be so much better than this, you guys. There's an intern. This one's going for five loonies. Look at you. But when in general has like the human race really changed all that much? Well, I mean, we lost our tails and we got dicks. Or wait, no, we had dicks. <laughs> And we had butt dicks, which were tails. And then we lost the butt dicks, but we kept the front dicks. <laughs> okay. Right? So. I meant mentality-wise, but... Oh, yeah, no. We, we're still fucking Lord of the Flies over here and shit. We're like burning witches at the stake still, basically. Like, mental, mentally. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not even going to tell me. I was just curious, like, how many... We did end up minting. I feel like it was around 700. So we're going to go with that. Not a complete success. I mean, not a failure because like we were broke before we started the project and we were still building and doing what Intern Cap does. This would have just 
help bootstrap it to like be able to pay for some of these cats time that are, you know, building with us, but we will build regardless. Uh, the other cool mint was ours, Luna bugs, lunabugs.com. We went live on April 19th and we sold out on April 21st. Now such a bang up job of that. I'm so stoked. So the homie Trash Clan, you guys know, he did the album art for my greatest hits album, which is on Bandcamp. Uh, he did these cool, like he called them scientific specimens, and they were like framed picture. I'll put a link to one in the show notes so you can check it out. Uh, but they're like framed scientific specimens, basically of like these crazy, like sci-fi esque, trippy like insects. And I bought a couple before he left, before he moved away, and. Ever since then, once I got into NFTs, I was like, fuck, man, these would make such cool NFTs. Like, they're, it's dope fucking art. And, like, he makes a bunch of other cool fucking art. And so, in October, we started, you know, building this project. And we were going to do a small mint. We were going to do, like, 200 bugs, I think, was the initial number. We were going to do, like, 150 of one batch and then, uh, like, 50 of the the special uh, bugs. And then... It was like we got everything done, and right around that time, and I people that listen to this probably don't really have any like context for it, but at that time there was very few marketplace mints that you could choose from, and the ones that were there had first mover advantage, which means they got lazy and comfortable, and so they were very very slow to like get back to anybody and it wasn't like just us it was literally everybody that i saw that came through we have a a project discord for all like the project leads and like every single one was like can anybody get me in contact with nowhere or random earth (laughs) and because they were just they didn't give a share they were just busy building i i don't know i i have no idea what happened but so that's they like, just weren't there. Their heart was yeah, not into the site was that there. part right there. They were launching trash projects. They weren't getting back to any of the cool projects because maybe they're a little smaller, whatever. Uh, so here comes Luart right at that time where everybody is just like, fuck these markets. Mints weren't doing well. And Luart came on the scene and just like killed it. Their fucking UI was dope. Their contracts were nice. Their fucking interaction with the community was like top notch. They had this dude named Aston that was like, he's like a quant, I guess, like all about data and analytics and all that kind of shit. And like, he's in every single discord server, like talking to people and engaging. And like, it was so cool to see because it seemed like they were reviving this NFT season that was happening. And so when they first got started, they didn't have, there was only a few projects and like I was kind of interviewing all of these projects for the podcast, which we don't even do anymore because there's just no time. Uh, And so I kept sending these projects over there and being like, Hey, like try Luart, you know, they're not launched yet, but they will be soon. And so they were also going to launch Luna bugs. And they had us on the site as like coming soon. We thought we were done. This was like November, December or something. And then like they started getting busy and launching like big projects and like killing it, selling out in like minutes, seconds, even some of them, they sell out so fucking fast. 
and here we are, just little fucking 298 bugs. Just a little art project, you know? No fucking promises of, like, great roadmaps filled with crazy utility you never <laughs> knew you fucking needed because you fucking don't. Like, literally a fun art project to introduce my homie to crypto. And more than that, to the Terra ecosystem. And, like, his art is fucking killer. He should be making NFTs because that's how artists make money now. And so that was the whole point of the fucking project. Just have some fun, get some cool art out there, get fucking Trash Clan's name out there, get him comfortable with crypto, and then either find him a project that he could be the artist for or just keep doing our own. And so we don't really hear from them for a bit. And I'm like, hey, like... We've been kind of sitting on this and like the whole time we're watching these projects with just garbage art, just shit, you know, and some of them are dope, but like some of them were like, you guys really like didn't launch us so you could launch that shit. Like, come on. (laughs) And eventually it gets to the point where they finally get back to us and they're like, uh, we had a vote and we're not going to be able to launch Luna bugs. And I was like, that's fucking whack. Like, we've been on your site coming soon for the last fucking, like, two months. That's some serious bullshit. And then fucking, we think we're done, so we're not doing any more work on it because we had everything that we needed to have for them because they have their own devs that do all the contracts and the upload, all that shit. Like, we had... We had all our shit done and ready. And then, yeah, they come at us with that shit. And, oh, what it was is I noticed one day on their site we were not on there anymore. And I was like, what's, Hmm. should we be looking for another mint now that we're balls deep into NFT season and, like, all of these other projects have, like, just fucking killed it and then we're just sitting here waiting even though we were ready, like, before any of that? Like, come on, yo. I sent you half of those fucking projects. Like, that, I, was, I was pretty salty about it. I still am, but in hindsight, I'm glad it went that way because we got to launch on this super dope homegrown fucking launch pad that this dude named Hippie made it. Like, he coded a fucking mint Random candy box contract, staking contract, and a fucking marketplace all by his fucking self. Or I think he's got one other cat that helps him out. But like he did the fucking majority of the coding. Meanwhile, you have One Planet coming out. You have Luart. You have Messier. You have Nowhere Random Earth. All with like full fucking stack dev teams marketing teams like full businesses right and then here we are with just fucking 298 dope ass fucking bugs and hippie and the launch pad that he made and so hippies like you guys should be the first project to launch on this because that was kind of my thing when lots of bugs in my system when i was doing (laughs) those interviews like i was the one that like would talk to any project. Like I didn't give a shit if they were like one person with like one follower or like a thousand followers. Like I w I was just happy to fucking get their story. You know, every person's got like a different story. So I was into that shit. And so hippie was one of those people that like none of the bigger players like really cared to talk to them about their projects. Cause they didn't have very many followers and they were just, you know, they're little homegrown shit 
And so because of that, our willingness, I guess, to like chat with pretty much whoever, like we got a ton of love back from the community and the ecosystem and hippie being like, come launch on this thing. I just fucking built. Remember back in November when you interviewed me and I was like, I'm fucking building this dope shit. It's ready. And like the timing couldn't have been more perfect. Like we get fleeced by fucking these guys, super frustrated looking at other marketplaces now. And we pretty much have to start over with the, the sheets and everything because each contract does their own thing. Fucking different, of course. And then here comes hippie like, yeah, this shit's ready. Like I'll help you. Here's what you need to do. Like, let's get it done. And I think it was like two or three weeks later, by the time we redid the traits, we took that time and I reached out to pretty much every project I'd ever interviewed. And I was like, Hey, I'm launching my project now. Remember when I was dope to you, like come be dope to me. And so asking like all these different artists to kind of do a bug, like we made a blank. That was just an outline of the Luna bug. And then they all like put their spin on it. We had 250 bugs that trash clan made OG bugs. By the time we got everybody's collabs in, 298. We got 40 fucking two or eight or however many that is collab bugs in from these different projects. It's so awesome. Fuck yeah. I was And like watching them come in and watching how much fun people were having with it. One of the dudes made like 11 different bugs. He's like, dude, this is so much fun. I was like, yes, that's why we're fucking doing this shit. That's what I want to see. Grouping together, everybody as a team, that's the way things should be. So we got them all fucking done and up, and we launched on April 19th at 420 UTC, <laughs> UST, UTC, and uh, yeah, we minted all of them. We had a price of 69 UST per bug, 298 of them sold out. And then we were able to make a fat donation to one of the Angel Protocol charities, the Ocean Web Alliance, who does lionfish culling. So that was dope. We funded like two whole expeditions just from minting bugs. So it's like win-win all around, I think. And we tested the launch pad. Like that shit worked flawlessly. There were no fucking problems. It was, it was epic. Especially like after watching these big launch pads, fuck shit up you know and here's like hippie with his little homegrown here's what it looks like if you go to lunabugs.com slash market and it's lunabugs bugs with a z and it's like totally homegrown feel it's just like fucking here's your bugs here's the price you can bid or whatever <laughs> and like they look so good look at that shit that shit looks fucking dope uh, i love these things uh, so yeah, it's on. It's on there. You can buy one. The floor right now is one Luna. The mint was sixty nine, so we're up about not quite two x from uh, the mint price. But anything over sixty nine UST, that's a win in my book. And just the fact that we minted them all, like I know it wasn't that many, but like we're on a no fucking name launch pad, like compared to these bigger ones with marketing departments and shit. Like the marketing department. You're listening to him right now. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, we're on. We're moving on to phase two now, which will be the actual scientific specimens. Uh, and yeah, those will be got, more like the ones out in our hallway. Yep. Okay. Yep. And we're taking feedback from the community. If you come and join the Lunabugs Telegram, uh, you can holler about like what your favorite bug is. There's one jam hole bug in the whole collection. Ra Savage made it. And uh, yeah, if you if you have that bug, like get a hold of me. We got dope shit for you. <laughs> so that's uh, that's been my fucking. You've been going since hard. the last fucking episode. So, yeah. How's your week been? <laughs> How's your fucking ten years been? Me? Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Been a little stressful downstairs, but you know, hey. Yeah. You make do, you go. All right. Were you missing the podcast? I have always missed the podcast. Whenever I'm not doing the podcast, I always miss the podcast. Okay. But I think uh, we were all so damn busy doing something or just chaos going on in general that... Even though I missed it, like I knew there wasn't time for it. I missed it and forgot about missing it. And then I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I should mention on 420 also the Mutants track dropped. We are the Mutants. It's a rap track I did for the Mutants NFT project. Uh, if you hit their Twitter, it's like way back. I'll try and remember and, and throw a link to it. But like I made the beat, wrote the shit sent it off and then he had his video dude make a fucking like video of these mutants like bobbing the- it's so good it like, is you so gotta, fucking I'll, amazing i'll try and find it, it it's buried in in uh, the mutants twitter account somewhere but i i will find it and, and throw a link to it because it's so good i wish i had a video guy like just to make fucking dope videos like that that was so cool. Just yeah, <laughs> watching them bob up and down. Just They're like, going with who it. made that song? They're like, yo, that's Finn. Like Finn from Terra Spaces? They're like, yeah, dude. That dude raps. <laughs> really? All right. You know, anyone who meets you and didn't know that is always kind of surprised. People ask me that probably every other day, at least. I get one person that's like, hey, what's that song called at the end of whatever episode? And they'll like send me a link to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was me. They're like, really? Like, yeah, all the songs at the end of all those all spaces, the all of it. <laughs> Literally just started doing this just to get my music out there more. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. But, yeah, uh, Mutants tracks up. The next one I'll be working on is with a homie named Groovy Afterlife. Uh, he does the Groovy Afterlife collection. You can see him on Talos and Random Earth and shit, but they're like cool, trippy, animated uh, NFTs. But his latest drop was these cool skulls, and like they're animated, like they're talking and shit. And I was like, bro, you gotta like put a mic in there and make the skull like it's rapping into the mic, <laughs> and then I'll make a beat for it and we'll fucking mint it and it'll be awesome. And so like that night he fucking sends me a message. He's like, it's not done yet. The animation's all fucked, but like, here's what I have in mind. So if you want to start making the beat, I was like, yes, this is fucking happening. And that shit is awesome. It's been pretty cool to watch this all grow. Right think this all started 
in what, 08? In 08, February of 2008. And finally, here, now, you've got what you've been looking for this whole time. I did. Yep. I found my tribe, found my people, found my cause. I found my fucking motivation, I guess. Not really motivation. I've always kind of been motivated. But, like, I found, like, a good purpose, I guess, for these skills that were otherwise just, you know, just talking shit. And, I mean, laughter's good. People need to laugh and shit. We were actually thinking of doing, like, some sort of tokenization of psychology, uh, like, venting calls and stuff. So, like, you could mint five nfts and then turn them in and that would give you a 30 minute session with finn with me and then like you'll vent tell me all your bullshit and then i'll crack a few jokes you'll laugh you'll feel better boom next person that's funny right laughter is the best medicine i'm not a doctor but i can crack a a wise yes you can and like I don't know. I bet people got all sorts of like whack shit that's just bugging them. And I, I'm really good at putting that shit right into perspective for you. Like, oh yeah, that's he left the toilet seat up, huh? Have you seen Ukraine lately? <laughs> all right, next. And then uh, I think that's it. Anything else happen? Fuck, it's been it's been so long. No, just uh, dealing with customer support a lot. <laughs> Good deal. Well, let's see what kind of stories you found. No Ben tonight, so these are all from you, uh, except for the few at the very end that I found because I was, uh, uh, what's the word, skeptical? Well, I was of the quality of story that you're bringing to the table here. I questioned myself to you. Well, that's not fair, a great so... sign. To be fair. <laughs> Well, there wasn't as much to, like, look into, like, to find cool stuff. It was all... Well, none of it's really three cool. Three solid but... topics, and none of them were grand, so... Yeah. Virus, Ukraine, and <laughs> races? I don't know. What, what are we doing? What's, what's this month? What's the fucking... The sin of the month here? Uh, we got a Florida story. Florida bride caterer arrested after pot lasagna... Allegedly sickens wedding guests. Oof. That just tells me that, like, your wedding guests just don't party. Because, like, <laughs> if a little weed's getting them all sick. Now, I mean, maybe that shit was just, like, stale. Not the weed, but, like, the food. It could be bad food. Know. However, uh, it could be out of line like some of mine were in the beginning. Yeah. I guess they yeah. didn't really make anyone sick, but they put them out for a really long time sometimes. Yeah. It'd be so dope, just like the bride opens the door with her father getting walked down and everyone's just like passed out, drooling on themselves and shit, playing Bob Marley in the background. Well, that would happen afterwards because it would be at the reception. Oh, that's right. But so like at your first dance, at your first dance, because that's towards the end of it. Yep. Your father-daughter dance, you're out there and just... Uh, the bride, Danya Glennie, and her caterer, Jocelyn Bryant, are both facing charges of tampering, culpable negligence, and delivery of the marijuanas. <laughs> Bryant of Jocelyn's Southern Kitchen describes herself as a, quote, holistic chef. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, the wedding, which was attended by around 30 to 40 guests, took place at the Springs Clubhouse in Longwood, Florida. When deputies were called to the scene, they spoke with a male guest who reportedly requested an ambulance, 
more like a wambulance, uh, because he was feeling, quote, weird, <laughs> and said he felt like he had drugs inside him. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. I've been roofied or something. Can shit. I get a wambulance? Save me, save me. I feel like I got drugs inside me, and I don't like it. Like, what are you gonna do? Cut him open and take the drugs out? Like, bro, just fucking write it out. Don't be such a bitch, Jesus. That is an issue. What the fuck do they really do for you? It's fucking weed, though. Like, what do you fucking? Yeah, like they're not, they're gonna fucking come make you feel like a fucking jackass because you called them over some fucking weed. <laughs> now, I mean, if you're talking like Molly or like, how's that song go? Molly Percocet. Molly. Per- I What's don't the know. Other thing? Coke, Molly Percocet. I don't remember. But like, if you're talking cocktails like that, then yeah, you know, heart's gonna stop, maybe go into a little cardiac arrest. Maybe go into a little under arrest. You never know. You never know. What Maybe I do she know, has a family that is just so fucking out of line that she didn't tell them that she was drugging them. Oh, because she just they're like so fucking them out of line. Knock them down like, a peg. Yeah, that she's like, I cannot handle that shit. Yeah, I can see that. People be getting crazy at way, especially like right now. People are just wiling out anyway. So, like, any situation you put people in, they're just going to wile out. And so, like, whether it's a a wedding or on an airplane or a fucking, like, waiting in line at the fucking store, people are just, like, waiting for a reason to just unleash all of this, like, last three years of just pent-up frustration of, like, having their kids home fucking 24-7 and, like... Working from the lady home at and the like park today. Go on about our about the dog that wasn't our dog nor their dog. Oh yeah, we're falfing today. We classic fucking Karen example. Like there's these people on their bikes, and then like Karen's are were they walking or on their bikes too? They anyway, were walking. There's a dog just wandering around. This dog's been like wandering since we got there. No no owner anywhere. And she immediately assumes that it's there. She was on the bike. The old couple was walking. That's right. Because she stopped the bike to, like, specifically go out of her way to, like, tell them that there's leash laws. And the old people were like, this ain't our dog. And she felt so... You could, like, feel her fucking get knocked down that peg or two because she immediately, like, deflated... Because she came at him kind of like, you Yeah, know, she came at him like, I'm better be than like. you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, like, it's not your dog? Did you know there oh, are leash goodness. laws? Let me read to you out of the city ordinance, chapter <laughs> 42, <laughs> verse 3. So could you please get your dog? Could you please get your dog? And as soon as they're like, this is not our dog, she, yeah, it, she immediately She kind of like, looked oh over at me, and I'm like, nah. Don't look at me, bitch. Don't look at me, bitch. know whose dog that is? I don't even like dogs, so don't look at me. Uh, according to Wesh, several other attendees were transported and treated at local hospitals after they experienced sickness and feelings of being high and stoned. <laughs> Damn. Authorities collected multiple items served at the ceremony, including chocolate-covered strawberries, bread, cookies, brownies, pudding shots, and a handful of the lasag. 
cops he just said, grabbed a handful of that shit and was like, we're taking this with us? The cops said the lasag and a piece of bread tested positive for THC. All of the people that attended the wedding tested positive for bitch. <laughs> News at 11. Can you... 42. Glennie, you're 42. You're my age, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. See, I think it's her family. I think they're just a bunch of, ugh. And she's like, I had to invite them, but I don't want to deal with their shit. Yeah. I bet if it was meth in the lasag, you wouldn't have said shit about it. (laughs) You'd have been like, yeah, now we're talking. About to get tart. The little baggies instead of bubbles, they all got their own little baggies of Coke or something. I do like the little, you like did little emojis and shit by some of these stories. That's, that's real nice. You're getting good at this uh, story prep. I try. High times. Look at you, high times, still being a thing of relevancy. Uh, the first annual California Psychedelic Conference highlights influential people hosted by Oakland Hyphy and held at the East Angel in downtown L.A. between April 23rd and 24th. That was today and yesterday. The California Psychedelic Conference is positioning itself as an essential source of passion to direct the psychedelics industry as it becomes more mainstream. We have a psychedelics industry. Think about that for a sec. It's amazing. Think about that for a sec, and then, like, think about all of the people you harassed when we didn't have an industry, except that we did, except that, like, you weren't okay with it, so you ruined pretty much everybody's life. (laughs) Anybody that got caught up in that system, you ruined their life. So, thanks for that. So, if you're in your, like, You can email my reparations to info at (laughs) thejamhole.com. We accept PayPal, Cash App, and Bitcoin. Well, it happened kind of with the whole weed thing, too. A lot of shit happened, and you're like, well, shouldn't have been banned in the first place. Legalize it? Oh, you mean re-legalize it? Okay. Uh, Event founder Reggie Harris, who has previously been involved in other psychedelic-related events, such as the Psilocybin Cup and Oakland Psychedelic Conference within the last two years, is excited to present a diverse group of people with a wealth of information to share about the psychedelics. He says, quote, This isn't another event centered around Ivy League-educated white males who work in biotech or pharma. (laughs) Line drawn, bro. Say less. We don't want to hear all that lab shit. Somebody (laughs) didn't get accepted to their first two choices of Ivy League colleges, it sounds like. Uh, we're featuring real people from the community, some of whom have been in the psychedelic game for decades. <laughs> Finn Martin of the Jam Hole. Uh, yes? Got a few in our lives we could get on the horn for that one. Yeah, I ain't saying shit till I get them reparations. You know what I mean. We call yeah. them, is that what you call them that? Or was that only a, a slavery thing? <laughs> like reparations... I mean, that's not just slavery related, right? That's like an actual reparations definition. Google hit me with it one time. The making of amends for a wrong one has done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wronged. Yeah, that's right. So So I'm making amends with some money. So you better make amends to my fucking account and then we'll talk. Fair enough. 
I said there would be no psychedelic community without the legacy community, period. That is, I mean, yeah, I guess. I feel like they would have, well, yeah, because it wouldn't have gotten pushed, and then it wouldn't have became legal, and that, yeah, so that, that's, that's right. There'd be no legal community. Yeah, It yeah. would still be there. There would be no <laughs> Ivy League studies of these tryptamines. I uh, said there, there would be no psychedelic community without the legacy community, period. These people have put their lives on the line and built this culture for us to be a part of. In a day and age when we talk about land back and reparation, I oh, use the R word too. Uh, we have a unique opportunity to structure the psychedelic landscape in a way that will center the people who built this entire thing on their backs, who've been to jail and had their families split up. We should be rewarding them for taking those risks. That's what we're doing at the CA Psychedelic Conference. That's fucking dope. Like, that's a good fucking... That's a good first step, for sure. And then... <laughs> like, just microdose everybody. Like, everybody at this point. You think we're, everybody? We're, we're, we're hurt. Yeah, we're damaged. <laughs> we got baggage, and these bags is heavy. Fuck. And I think, like, that would really kickstart this whole decade of healing. This, you this can't not decade heal. of decadence. There is a lot of people that just choose to not heal or for the reason that they don't want to or well, I because feel like they the can't. second you take those psychedelics, that choice to not heal is not yours to make anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, at that point, you don't have a choice. You done lost it. Your choice was to do that, and now your choice... Now heal! <laughs> I command you to heal! <laughs> You're going to fall apart at first. That's okay. Got to break you down to build you up. Yes. We're going to take that ego, and we're going to shatter it into about a billion fucking pieces. And we're going to take each one of those pieces, and we're going to fractionalize it. We're going to get a little yield on it, and we're going to burn an NFT with it, okay? Now we're going to take that NFT, and we're going to refract the principle from it from the yield-bearing underlying asset, right? And then we're going to take them both, and we're going to shove them right up your asshole, and we're going to just leave them there. And you're going to accrue a little bit of yield from that, you know? And that's going to make you a better person. And that's... DeFi. <laughs> That's Finn's approach. <laughs> That's Finn. Uh, let's see. Harris has over a decade of experience in political campaigns. He's worked locally with Oakland Public Schools and the Black Organizing Project. He was also responsible for both Western and Southwestern campaigns for Color of Change, which is credited as part of the reason Nevada turned blue in the 2020 election. We gave Nevada blue balls back in 2020. <laughs> That's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> in the realm of psychedelics, he's connected with many top mushroom growers, worked with a large cultivator in the Netherlands, and even consulted for a Jamaican mushroom farm and testing facility. His Touché. advocacy and passion to support legacy plant medicine workers has led him to protect the building mushroom industry Budding. Building? Budding. The budding mushroom industry. Eh, mushrooms don't bud, but okay. And from being taken over by corporations. Ugh, too late. 
It went that route anyway. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, always is going to, I guess, but... If you don't have the corporations, you don't have the, like, cutting-edge scientific medical research facilities, I, I guess. I, I don't know, man. We we fucking... We did research. I didn't need a fucking... It's a real two-way street, I didn't need though. a microscope to do my research. Tribes have been doing research for a very long time with different psychedelics. Oh, yeah. And uh, they heal. They like, do fucking, they fucking fine. heal. They were doing great. I would be surprised. I wish there was a way like maybe in the metaverse when we split these timelines and go quantum on that ass. Like there would be a way to while we're living in one monitor the other and then see like what happened when this society doesn't have to like deal with the fucking prohibition, the re illegalization of fucking weed of all of the psychedelics. Like I would be so fucking curious to see, like let's get rid of religion. We'll get rid of fucking drug laws. We'll get rid of the fucking racism. That was the, the fuel for these drug laws and then see like, where do we end up when <clears throat> compared to like and the 2022 all the right now? <laughs> like, yeah. And what? And all the sexes of, yeah, the, get like, rid of sex. the flag. Oh, yeah. Because what they don't realize Wait, is the what? The flag? Yeah. The LBGQ flag. Oh, I thought you they, meant like just <laughs> get rid of the flags. Well, fun, get rid of all the flags too. Why get not? rid of the fags? Flags. BJ, that is <laughs> rude. Fags are some of my best friends. They're pretty great. If you find the right ones, they're pretty great. But So why are you trying to get rid of them now, Hitler? No, not get rid of them as people. <laughs> get rid of... Because what they don't understand is that civilization has made them feel like they need that label. Civilization? Society. There you go. There you go. Whatever. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. So with, like, they don't need that. They don't understand that they don't need that. I don't understand what that means. They don't need what exactly? <laughs> what are you trying to say? The label? Yes. Like that the label's only really making it worse? Like it should just be humans? Yes, we're all just one. This fucking oh, one love. All right. So you either got dicks or butts, fronts or nuts, one love. But who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, people give a shit because people are OCD and we like to organize and categorize and, and all that shit. So it's silly, but I mean, <laughs> a lot of things silly about this life. I'll tell you what. Uh, legislative efforts for psychedelics are rapidly gaining speed. Most recently, House Bill 2850 was introduced by Rep. Tony Lavasco in Missouri, which, if passed, would allow people who suffer from treatment-resistant depression, PSTD, <laughs> that's a typo, huh? <laughs> Post-syndrome traumatic dongs, <laughs> I don't know, uh, or terminal illness, they're going to let them use dimethyltryptamine, that's the Deemsters, Ibogaine, oh, that's my love, mescaline, except peyote. <laughs> what? So we took the mescaline out of the peyote, <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
psilocybin, psilocin, uh, all for medical treatment. Which, like, having ibogaine in there is fucking huge. You don't heal a society of opiate addicts without ibogaine. Like, because anything else that you're going to do is just going to hook them on that. So, like, cool, you're not doing dope, but, like, you're taking methadone every day. Like, all right, I guess that's better. Not really. I mean, it, it depends. It's probably less harmful because you're not shooting the methadone or snore or whatever you're doing. But, like, ibogaine? That's a fix. You don't need to take ibogaine for the rest of your life. Well, that's because it sees like what suboxone. needs to be healed with inside you. Oh, well, now you're anthropomorphizing. <laughs> ibogaine doesn't have eyes, honey. Actually, that's that's not true. It has two eyes. Nice, babe. Last month in Michigan, decriminalized Nature Michigan announced that it was officially certified to collect signatures to qualify for the November ballot for an initiative that would, quote, decriminalize the possession and cultivation of natural plants and the fungus. It would also reduce penalties for controlled substances that currently include life sentences and lifetime probation and create pathways for religious organizations such as the Church of the Flying Spaghetti to develop psychedelic-assisted mental health and ceremonial services. Finn Martin, shaman at your service. The chapter's co-director, Julie Barron, describes this initiative as a, quote, rare ray of hope for people who have been suffering. This is a step in the right direction, for sure. I think it's a huge step. There's a lot of people in my life that... You could heal a lot of brains with a lot of ibogaine. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. As I said, there's people in my life that I know who like refuse to heal, whether due to they don't want to lose what they think they have, the control they have, which is actually just destroying their life. But Oh, yeah. Bring it on like a wrecking ball. And it's because they don't want to fall apart. And then they do, and then it gets all better. Like, you feel better. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, ways of doing it. (laughs) I don't think, like, being tied down to a state fucking bed to just kick a a week or two of of dope out your body is, like, very beneficial to the mind. But, I mean, (laughs) you know, whatever. We used to drill holes in people's heads and cure demons. So, you know. I'm not a doctor. It's a big step forward. It's a pretty fucking, pretty big fucking step. Damn, Florida just banging. What do we got here? Coco, Florida. A woman has been arrested months after threatening to blow up her son's high school unless cafeteria workers started giving him more food. Merca. <laughs> I thought it was fairly ridiculous. The threat was left February 3rd in a voicemail to Coco High School on Florida's Atlantic Coast. According to the cop records, 41-year-old woman was arrested on Wednesday and charged with making a false bomb threat and disruption of a skew. She did not leave her name on the voicemail, but the school's caller ID recorded the number. Ooh. Oh, 2022, y'all and you still, still don't know about caller up. ID. Damn, star six seven that shit, bitch. What are you doing? Staff members at the school listened to the message the next morning and contacted the cops. 
School was evac, but no weapons or explosive devices were found. Investigators located the woman's phone number in school records, and a resource officer confirmed that her child had gotten into an argument February 3rd with a cafeteria worker because he was still hungy nungies. <laughs> the state attorney's office filed paperwork ordering the woman's arrest on April 7th. So, Damn, people. Why don't you... And I mean, I want to tell you how to raise a kid, but why don't you just send them to school with more food? I'm just saying, if he's hunky nungies, <laughs> you should probably feed him. I'm yeah. sure you could have put some sort of snack in his bag. I want a snack. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll just eat these cookies this website's trying to give me. What do we got here? A woman rescued after falling in a toilet while trying to retrieve her phone at the top of Mount Walker in Washington State. Oh, that's gross. That's kind of what I thought. A woman had to be rescued by firefighters after falling into a toilet while trying to find her mobile phone that had accidentally been dropped into the toilet. And that's a porta potty. That's oh, not like you're... That phone, you can have it, yo. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Now, I mean, if we're talking a baggie of heroin, yeah, you know, maybe I'm going to go in there and get it. But a phone? <laughs> Never. Nah, dog, I can just go buy another phone. Shit. <laughs> a woman who was not named was at the top of Mount Walker in the Olympic National Forest. A woman who was not named was, was at the top say. of her game. <laughs> uh, Northwest Seattle, when the incident occurred near a car park, she'd been using her phone when it suddenly fell into a vault toilet. <laughs> God, the picture the, of that. I know what those ones are. Like, yeah, it's I've, gross. The, the toilet is a non-flush toilet, which is basically just a fucking hole with a bunch of poop and pee and blue stuff. And her phone. I'm not even sure that that one had blue stuff in it. Like, that looks like your OG porta potty Yeah. Mm-hmm. A vault toilet is no flush, which is constructed with a vault or sealed container that is buried deep down in the ground. Because we're all just cats. Just burying her <laughs> shit. Brendan Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said the woman, aged in her 40s, managed to take the toilet seat off and used dog leads to try and get the phone. Well, now you got shit on your dog's leash. And I bet your dog doesn't appreciate that. That's rude. How I've always been when, afraid of, like, when I was a kid, I was always afraid I was going to fall into one of those. Because I was up in a lot of cabins. Did you ever fall in? No, but I was terrified. Yeah, well, we're but all, I made we're it. All, I made we it. all have our demons, honey, <laughs> you know? It ha if art had to do with, you know, maybe your parents shouldn't let you watch fucking Anaconda when you're, you know, four yeah. or five. I mean, my Anaconda don't want none <laughs> unless you got buns, hun. <laughs> uh, when this didn't work, she used the leads to tie herself to the toilet as she reached for it. And then, of course, went in head first. She deserved everything she got. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Yeah, that's pretty gross. I mean, yeah. Head first, though. Like, <laughs> oof. Talk about a rough day. And, like, can you imagine? I mean, that's a rest stop. So, like, how's that drive home? Mm -hmm. Just, like, can you roll a window down? <laughs> Oh, Your poor dog. It's so gross. Dog just like can't help itself, just shitting. Just ran I, away. I thought we were shitting now. I'm sorry. <laughs> smells like you're shitting. 
You're not shitting? All right, what do we got here? Bears in the news? Duh, bears. Uh, California homeowner heard a little rumbling coming from under her house during the winter. And she was shocked when the spring arrived and there were five bears living underneath her home. That's a lot of bears. That is a family of bears. I don't know how you don't notice five. One, okay, depending on where you live. Okay, maybe she had the babies when she was in her house. I mean, maybe this is the bear's house and we're dealing with like a Goldilocks situation here. Ooh. Yeah, you don't know. Maybe she was... Uh, in their house, and Possibly. they were hibernating, and she's like doing a little B and E, fucking going through the pill cabinet, fucking Goldilocks shit, and heard some rustling in the background. <laughs> the to- the homeowner told Animal Rescue Group, the Bear League, that she and other residents of her house had heard a rumbling sound under the home during the winter that sounded like snoring. But, you know, we just fucking ignored it. That wouldn't creep you out at all? Yeah, bro, if I hear snoring coming from the downstairs, if I hear snoring coming from anywhere in my house, like, you know I'm going to check that shit out. There should be a person there. And if there shouldn't be a person there, you need to get that person out of there. That's, yeah, wow. Terrifying to find out that that wasn't a person, that it was a bear. Five. Five bears. Yeah. Fuck. They bears only have like two cubs. The neighbors said they were imagining it because they didn't hear anything. The homeowner discovered the sound was not her imagination when spring arrived and she heard the unmistakable sounds of a mother bear waking up under the house. We arrived We arrived immediately. We uninvited Mama Bear, not yet aware there were four more bears. We got a bear gangbang going on here, boys. Get the bear league on the horn. We got a bear gangbang. That's a lot of bears. The group said the mother bear had given birth to three cubs last year. And, you know, as millennials tend to be, they just never fucking left home. And then, obviously, she had uh, another one. And, uh, yeah. It was quite the scene to then watch the four yearling cubs emerge from the opening and join together on the other side of the fence to venture forth into 2022. Wow. Take a little little poetic license there, Mr. (laughs) Ben Hooper of UPI. That's all right. I just can't imagine five. Like Five bears are big, though. Like, how big is your house? I don't think you could fit five bears here. Uh, this is pretty wrecked, huh? Hueytown, Alabama. An Arby's restaurant employee in Hueytown was fired and arrested after allegedly throwing hot grease at a customer on Saturday. Oh, shit. Hot grease coming through. The Hueytown Police Department said officers responded to a report of an altercation between a customer and employee at the Arby's at River Square Plaza at about 3.15 p.m. Uh, when they got there, they learned the worker threw hot grease at a drive-thru customer. Customer suffered burns and was taken to the UAB hospital there in Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> uh, police said the worker was taken into custody at the scene as the investigation continues. No word yet if there were charges filed. Fuck, man. That's like... they. You know they said some shit they shouldn't have. That's what do you like, gotta do to get hot you, grease you thrown fucking, on you? You drop an N-bomb. Ooh, that might do it. Mm-hmm. 
I bet you, I bet you that's what happened. People are fucking crazy right now. This is why I don't leave my house. They're trying to get me to go to TDX in Austin, which uh, if you guys are in the area, definitely check it out. Uh, if you go to terraspaces.org, actually, I'll tell you exactly when it is. But yeah, if you go to terraspaces.org, there's Terra Diap Expo right-hand menu item. You can get your tickets right there. It's the Terra Diap Expo, which... Uh, decentralized applications basically building the metaverse if you will uh there's a whole conference there austin texas june 9th and 10th you're gonna meet a whole bunch of lunatics that you may or may not already be familiar with if you hang out in the ecosystem with me (laughs) uh it should be a really good time i would go except our vacation is like right after that and i'm old I already did conferences and shit, yo. Like, I I paid my dues. I was going to say, you put your time in yeah, on that shit. Yeah, no, there, there's plenty of young, like, 20-somethings in this space. Go mingle. I'm good. <laughs> now, I will say, I, I will be attending LunaFest, uh, assuming everything goes well. Uh, if you want, might be seeing old Finny Boy rapping up there. Uh, if you go to lunafest.io, and I just I, I want you all to just go to the website and scroll down and look at the venue. And then that's all. That's all I want you to just look at the venue. Not even asking them to read anything. Don't even give a shit. Presswald Hall Estate mm-hmm. in England, okay? The motherland, if you will. This is a... Beautiful place. Manor, Bruce Wayne would be proud of, right? Totally. I'm loving that. Crestwold Estate is home to one of the largest solar farms in Europe with 130,000 photovoltaic panels. The Damn. heating. So they took their like family their generational grid, land yo. and they're this like, okay. Fucking off grid. The heating for both Presswall Hall and the Hall Barns is principally supplied by biomass boilers. In addition, all surplus power from the Hall's dedicated solar panels provides heat via heat exchangers to the hot water systems. Look at this fucking venue. That's so the way to go. If you want to this keep This is like where your- I will die happy at LunaFest. In really this castle. <laughs> no, it just it's oh wow. When I first saw that, I was like, yes, I don't care where it is. I'm going. Think about like your ancestral castle. Like nobody wants to live there. Those things are fucking cold. But then you're like, hey, let's do this and we can heat it up. This castle has been in this dude's family for over 500 years, I'm told. And they throw fucking ragers out there. So if you're an artist, if you're a speaker, if you uh, do Web3 stuff and you want to come give a chat... Uh, you can go to lunafest.io, make sure you fill out the, the different forms. You can sponsor it uh, if you're an artist, if you're a musician. Uh, we do a LunaFest podcast once a week, uh, and at the end of each episode, you can hear a mix that's submitted by the person that was interviewed, and then I believe they're going to do a governance vote with the community to see who they want to see play. So I submitted my mix. <laughs> You know what I did? Cause I don't mix. Like I don't have anything. I just like took some of my favorite songs and then just like 
mix them in cool edit (laughs) i have a 40 minute mix up there though of all my dope songs and then it ends with some of rhythm's fucking techno shit because i really want him to play there that'd be cool yeah Okay, it'll be cool. Me and him up on that stage just going fucking I would love to see the two of you up there together. This would be the place, right? It would. The culmination of 42 fucking years on this godforsaken rock right here. The joy everybody would get out of that. I will live there. I could put my little fucking recording studio right there, throw up a couple antennas. I got the Starlink. I got the fucking barracks where my army lives. (laughs) <laughs> I got my fucking solar panel. Like, this is amazing. I've never seen a venue like this. Even when I went there for Homelands Festival in, like, 03, that was just in, like, a giant field. And that shit was badass. This is a fucking castle, you guys, mate. I'm not taking the piss, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep doing an Australian accent? That's my British accent, mate. Oh, yeah? That's my Australian accent. Look at this Fucking venue! Good lord, I want to go. Look at that shit. Look at the lines on the fucking lawn. Bees would be <laughs> so proud of that shit. Look at how straight those fucking lines are. And they line up with the fucking window placement. Oh my god. Well, yeah, if you're gonna pay someone to do your lawn that much, they better do it fucking straight lined. Also, Lunafest. Gonna be broadcasted simulcast through the fucking metaverse. So there you go. Lunafest.io. Come hang out with us. I will do everything in my power to go there. I wanna come. I wanna come. Let's go. Let's fucking go. And it's in the summer, so I think we should send our child off to To our family. Boot camp. Oh, yeah. To our family. (laughs) <laughs> also to our family there's four of them up there that love to see her oh, like yeah. they don't even have to spend more than a couple days but you know they'd it's, all uh, fucking spend if two you're weeks. curious august 14th through the 16th in 2023 so next year you got plenty of time get your fucking passport the jam hole is going to fucking britain fucking britain mate fucking dogs bollocks mate <laughs> like the worst accent i'm leaving america maybe for like the first time one of us is you better get your shit together so you can go no more than you need to i i produce the lunafest podcast all right i'm going regardless passport or not just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i will be there hopefully and like Listening, if you go, there's, I think, what, seven? Let me see. Terraspaces.org content. All these fucking shows. Lunafest podcast. And then right under Lunafest podcast, under the content heading, uh, you'll see Lunafest mixes. And so I know not everybody wants to, like, download the whole fucking interview and the mix. So I just threw the mixes up. Uh, episode one is Wiggy. Sarah Main had episode two. Sarah Main was like an Ibiza fucking DJ, like super fucking down with all the fucking old techno artists I used to love to listen to. Uh, Matrix, fucking top notch. Mm-hmm. Alex Zila, DeFi Zealot, Chris the Electrician. Oh shit, there's Finn. Episode How many days seven. Is this? 
uh, two, two or three. Gonna and then obviously we'll have to, uh, well, there's going to be like multiple More. stages and shit. It's going to be like a proper thing. <laughs> mm. But yeah, if you go to terraspaces.org, hit the Lunafest mixes, episode seven, that's my mix. Uh, and then episode eight will be out first thing in the morning. I should have had it up today, but I didn't because I got high. And sometimes I just don't want to fucking edit podcasts. <laughs> you deserve a break from time to time. Oh Come on. Oh my Christ, for real. You just go go to terraspaces.org and just like look, go just hit all content. Let's see. How many fucking pages are we up to now? Single down, da, da, look at all that shit. 83 pages of audio content. So that would have been otherwise lost to the ether. Ooh. Yeah. After 30 days, if Twitter spaces, if they use the record function, it's there for 30 days and then it's gone. So I found my niche. I record them. I edit them. I post them. I bag them. I tag them. See you later. Bye. And that's that. So, uh, there's a whole bunch of other stories, but ew, that's an hour. I'm fucking hot. I'm good. It's hot as hell up here. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll try and do these, I guess, a little more regular. I don't know. I don't want to make that promise because look at my editing cue. If you know how to use WordPress, holler at your boy. Uh, looking for an intern or two, perhaps. I'm going to try and learn. Yeah, I'm going well, to try and teach you. <laughs> It's really easy, too, because you have 83 pages of posts to look at and then just make it look like those. Okay? Super easy. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks for I'm listening. I'm going to do some editing on this. I feel like my voice is a little low to yours. That's hmm? eh, fine. Filters will fix it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Email info at thejamhole.com. Thejamhole.com. That's our website. Check it out. Check out the Mutants track. I'll put a link in the show notes to it, but if you hit... My Here Now page, it's mattley.herenow.com, H-E-A-R, here like listening, here now, uh, slash mutants will take you to the mutants with a Z, because everything in DeFi uses Zs, and you can find that track on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, Deezer, and a whole bunch of other places. We are the mutants. You know how amazing that is? I like that song. Z. Mm-hmm. Z is finally getting some use. Right? Zed. Zed's dead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fucking song, too. Uh, check out, yeah, uh, TDX Events. Check it out. The link is on the TerraSpaces site, or you can go directly to tdxevents.regfox.com slash terra-diap-expo-tdx. Let's fucking go, y'all. Wow. Uh, Lunabugs with a Z.com. You can check out the marketplace. If you go to lunabugs.com slash market, you can get yourself a Lunabug right off the old floor there. I think one Luna right now is the cheapest. And yeah, if you minted that jam hole bug, holler. Like, I got some dope shit for you. Uh, check out the Bandcamp. Oh, Barkeepers. I should mention that because we hadn't done a show since then. So Barkeepers uh, went, what was it, 100? Mm-hmm. And I did them all. I did. I started at number one, thanks to Doc Brass. He introduced me to the whole Barkeepers thing. 
And, you know, once I start something, like, I just kind of keep doing it. And it never was like, I'm going to do this because I'm going to be, like, the most consistent. It was just, like, something fun to do every week. It was like getting a new beat and then, like, writing a fucking 16 to it, you know? And before I know it, we're at, like, week 99. And the dude hit me up and he was like, what do you need? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, in your studio, like, what do you need? He's like, do you need a new mic or like a mixer? Like, like, what do you need? We want to give you something because you fucking, you're the only one that did it a hundred fucking weeks in a row. Like no breaks, no fucking, oh, I'm on vacation. I fucking brought that shit to Montana and busted out my verse. Like I fucking love that shit. I was in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, if you go to Instagram.com slash the jam hole, my IG page is basically dedicated to fucking barkeepers now. If you look at it, it's pretty funny. It's just like a bunch of different shots in my fucking face. It is. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Instagram.com slash the jam hole. Jamming look at this rapping ass motherfucker. There's like three, six, nine, 10, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18. And then a picture of some mushrooms. <laughs> and then 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, oh, clouds. You can like see my like shaved mustache, beard, shaved mustache. Like I have a cycle. If you like go through them all, it's so weird. Shaved mustache. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. What a dipshit. Fucking kill your account, bro. Uh, but yeah, so I did a hundred weeks. I hung out. Actually, I'll put a link to that. Oh, fuck. There's so many show notes. I need to remember. Uh, hi Sunday, please. Dude is fucking awesome. Such a good rapper. He was doing the barkeepers, uh, reviews at the end of each week. So he invited me on and just had a killer time, like bullshitting with him about everybody's bars that week, about me, about like what I do now and, and where I've been and where I'm going and like just all that shit. It, it was a super fun chat. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'll put links to it in the show notes here at the jamhole.com. Uh, but yeah, so after a hundred, they said they made a post and it said the bar is closed. How that made you feel? Uh, relieved. <laughs> Just because it was, I mean, it's not like a a big deal. It's just right now with all of the stuff going on, it was getting really hard to find time to like do my verse for the week. Because it wasn't like before I just get off work from the lab, right? And then come home and then I could just, I had all, all the rest of the day to do shit. But now like from the time I get up till the time I go to bed, like there's something to do. Something that needs done. Um, but I try to get it done first. That way it's not like hanging over my head all fucking week. Um, but yeah, the bar is closed. Uh, he said, as of today, this was April 4th, the bar is closed. This was a decision I've put off for some time. When the barkeeper started, we had five to ten submissions a week. Today we have 30 to 50 submissions a week. Simply put, it went from being a hobby to a full-time job. Huh. I can appreciate that. <laughs> For real. It went from a hobby to five full-time jobs and a sweatshop full of children sewing. <laughs> 
Uh, I did my best to keep moving despite the heavy load <laughs> because of the love I have for this community. Hip-hop changed my life at a young age, and a community similar to this one changed my level of emceeing. With all that said, I don't know if this will be a temporary or permanent thing. We will continue to honor key exchanges for those who would like to cash out for items on the access list. Uh, when you win keys, you can, if you get a certain amount, you can trade them in for like a hoodie or a beat or whatever. Uh, so they're still honoring the, the key thing. Uh, I've been talking with leadership about possible paths to keep the community moving, but no decisions have been made yet. I'll be taking some time off to gather myself and make a decision that can benefit everyone. I'm grateful for everyone who's taken the time to be a part of the Barkeepers. I follow a lot of you and will continue to be as involved as I can in your musical endeavors. I hope you all have taken something away from this platform that will help you long term. I also hope you've made strong connections with other artists and producers and that you'll help each other find success in this very challenging industry. D-Cure, a.k.a. Andre Raps. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And so I was like, sigh of relief. Ah, a week off. It's only been 100 weeks in a row. Literally, one after another. That's how weeks work, right? Yes. A hundred of them. Not quite two years, right? A hundred and two would be two years. Wait. <laughs> Math, math, 52 times two. Yeah, 104. So week 104 would have been two years. So the bar closed. And then that was April 4th. And then seven days ago, the bar opens. Missed everyone too much. This community is everything. Let's get it. Let's fucking go. Mm. And it's like this cool video of like all the people. Everybody's like, close. Yeah, That's saying neat. like, damn, I'm bummed. Or like, damn, props for like what you built. Because like, do you remember those early fucking bars? There was like five or ten of us doing it, you know? And then, yeah, it just over time. I remember always like checking their Instagram to see if they broke like 500 followers yet and like watching it build up and shit. And like D here is a fucking dope rapper. Like his albums, the dude has like that fast fucking chop rap. Like he is so fucking fast and like dope at that shit. And to see like that, he just built this thing, man. It's, it's fucking cool. So, yeah, they brought it back. Dusk Beats uh, was the first one back. It's 101. Number 101. And here's your boy. Right here. Matt fucking Lee. Finn fucking Martin. Petey fucking Pablo. Petey Puffin. Petey fucking Puffin. 
never motherfucking left And I don't care what be coming for me after death I'm living in the moment Each second till my last breath And I don't really need to be the fucking best When I can be the most consistent barkeeper out here Some of y'all rapping like you idolize them out here. I finalize the battle cries That's how y'all know we out here Flicking these enemies off the tip of my joust spear Watch me hop on a chicken and beat them with the beef Then watch as I pick them apart and feed them defeat Then I pick out a park and watch the scenery bleed And if you got the heart, that's what it means to be king And I ain't even trying to outshine the rest of y'all shit It's been an honor to see in this messy hall Always seeking knowledge My brain is like a wrecking ball Been here a while I just paid my dues ahead of y'all Mad week Week 101, baby. We fucking back. Let's fucking go. Show Rocker said, okay. Matt Lee heating up, humble, and still talked his shit. That's right. Devour said, let's go. Dope. Murdoch Tolly said, jam hole huge props for yet another dope verse. Your 101st. Not the best, but I ain't the worst. Let's fucking go. So yeah. Got my verse in for the week. Bunch of fucking all the homies showed up. Another fucking 50 50 spots to judge. And then slowing down, huh? And then let's see. I want I'm curious if they still had High Sunday doing the Oh shit, week 101. I like this dude. He's so fucking funny sometimes. We back. It's Sunday on Sunday. We My back. Hi, Sunday. This is a show where we go over all of the barkeeper's entries every week. A couple weeks ago, the barkeeper shut down. They shut down the bar for good. It was a sad time. A lot of people had a void that they had to fill. I was also sad because Sunday on Sunday had nothing to do uh, Sunday on Sunday about. <laughs> well. Well. We are back. I'm glad to be back. Um, you know, people had a rough time with that time off. And now it seems like a couple other platforms have opened and there's other places to rap and whatnot, but people miss the Fuck that, barkeepers. dog. Uh, barkeepers or nothing if it were up to me which I heard it may be up to me but if it were up to me (laughs) I would have taken a few more weeks off because for real for real I just think that people need to be forced to take time to gather themselves and to appreciate for real for real anyways we negotiated and we're back damn it (laughs) That's all that matters. Euphonic aspects are such a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, man. But I'm whatever the fuck the skate life gig that like let me know how you how how long. Yeah, damn. That's right. I was just gonna celebrate Matt Lee, but I'm like, I guess it's a barkeeper, G in, in the um DM when he sent the post too. He means it. This shit is. Matt Lee is the example of what it means to put the. I hate the. Fr- I hate the the the, uh, the slang term, but it's to put the swag in your verse. Like he has 
Because from where he started to where he is now, the one thing Matt Lee does is when he gets on barkeepers, he brings whatever Matt Lee swag is to his birth. And you never, like, he's never, it never feels like he's robotically trying to push the verse out. He, you know, he gives you uh, voice inflections. He gives you faces. He gives you, like, (laughs) a lot of different things that, that well-rounded product. So, like, well-deserved Matt Lee for being barkeepers, what, uh, celebrity, essentially. Yeah, he's he's the man. He's the man. Yeah, cheers to Melly. And he, yeah, you're talking about, I don't even care if I'm the best. I'm the most consistent in here. And so, he's so humble. You know what I mean? He's just like, I like kicking it. But also, he will talk his shit. If you look, if you look carefully, mm-hmm. he's talking his shit. There's like crazy scheming in there. You know, yeah. like he had the internal, external bounce within like that eighth bar through whatever. Um, yep. Yeah, it's almost that he's so, it feels like so natural or whatever with him. That almost, I feel like sometimes people will miss how tech also that he gets in there. Yeah. Because he, he definitely goes in to be like, let me show off just so <laughs> people don't think, I'm, you know, I'm just he, fucking he around. the conviction. It's just you mm-hmm. got to respect it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Man, Hell yeah. Man. Hell yeah. Check that shit out. High yeah. Sunday. I was wondering why grass upset. Hi, Sunday. Chill, dog. I got to finish my show. Everybody loves your head bobs. Yeah. I love, like, going back and listening to the High Sundays because every time I have a verse, like, I will always make him laugh or, like, he'll light up a joint because I'm, like, lighting up. So, like, it's so funny. I love that shit. I, I can't get enough of it. And I really hope one day to, like, hop on a stage with this dude. He's been, like, opening for Cottonmouth Kings and a bunch of, like, crazy fucking rap shows. Like, the dude's doing it. And he's good. He's at the top of the key list. Every fucking week, boys. Everybody's got the thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's fucking killing it. I'm trying to get him to fucking come play LunaFest with me. If me and him can get on stage at LunaFest with my brother back there, like, busting... Oh, God, that would be so fucking amazing. Let's see if if High Sunday had a verse this week. He doesn't always submit every week. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. fine. Fucking, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Y'all thought that I would let this all be gone, knock it off. That'd be cool. Well, 101 is where you can spot me, dog. I have well proven that I don't need you to spot me, dog. Triple workload still wouldn't slow or stop me, dog. I'm all facts. I don't copy y'all. This art is my crap. I don't hobby lob. All of y'all talk is talk. If you know, you know I don't want to be as smart as y'all. So is the only army that I'ma call upon. Shout to all of y'all DMing me and calling off and sending me y'all regards and all of your thoughts on what we built together and how I just couldn't let it all be lost. So I took my 57 keys and unlocked the bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I won't smoke when I'm on the job, only on my show. All I know is barkeepers hotter than the top of stoves. I'd be honored to do what I gotta do to water it and watch it grow. Hi, Sunday, please. <laughs> Touche, sir. Dude is so dope. But yeah, so like when he says my shit is dope, like that shit fucking gives me chills. Cause like that dude is fucking real. So. Aww. 
All right, there we go. An hour and a half of this bullshit for y'all. Enjoy <laughs> it. Thejamhole.com, that's the site. Like I said, check out LunabugsWithAZ.com. Check out SweetPieceOfGlass.com if you need some glass. Whatever you need, just holler. I'll get you hooked up. We got you. And uh, yeah, we'll chat with you next time. Peace out, y'all. Bye-bye. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a bit Something kind of uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's fine if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be seizing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. You are listening to the channel. The channel, the channel, the channel.com.